So I recently got an email from an ISTGA asking about her relationship with an INTP. And the ISTJ was essentially trying to plan for their future. She was trying to figure out a sort of a consistent schedule of of um, of what's coming because you know that's what the ISTJ uh, ultimately cares about, and that's important to her. <clears throat> so, this uh, the question that came to mind is that. There were some commitment challenges that this ISTJ was trying to figure out where things are going. Um, where's the future headed? Where are we in terms of this relationship? And it brought up to me the, basically the question about commitment issues or commitment challenges that, that INTPs can tend to have. And those challenges tend to come up when faced with the idea of consistency and INCPs, at least and also in my experience, we, we've had some issues with consistency, with commitments. And that's because we tend to have this push and pull relationship between our second and third functions. That's our extroverted intuition, which is more about optimism and play and open, openness and expansiveness and opportunities and imagination in terms of the outside world. Um, and introverted sensing, which is our tertiary function. It's the desire to be consistent, to pick one thing, to stick with it, to, you know, to, to be reliable and, um, and, and traditional and routines and structure and stuff like that. And we have this push and pull relationship with it, especially as we get older, that um, makes us both heavily desire or feel like we need consistency, but then also feel a natural opposition to that consistency. Um, because that secondary function is ultimately the, the more important thing and the parents in our car model, which is based on personality hackers car model. <clears throat> I need to take a swiggle. I've been doing a lot of talking, so. <clears throat> this is this is real stuff, folks. I am a human. I drink water. <clears throat> and sometimes I forget to until I start recording. So that's the thing that happens. Anyway. Um so we have this push and pull relationship between the second and tertiary function. The secondary function, you can think of it as like the navigator in the car. And if you're not sure about the car model, personality hacker does a really great explanation because that's their model of how to think about your four cognitive functions as like the family in your car. So, you know, introverted thinking is your driver. The extroverted intuition is your co-pilot. The tertiary is behind the co-pilot, which is the 10-year-old, and then you've got the three-year-old next to the 10-year-old, which is our extroverted feeling. And so this secondary and tertiary function relationship is something that typically changes uh, in our 20s and 30s. It's something that we wrestle with quite a bit as INTPs. And so this INT, ISTJ that came to me and was asking about reliability, asking about uh, commitments from uh, her partner, and uh, the partner wasn't saying that uh, they didn't that he didn't want to be with her. He was just simply saying that he he wasn't sure that you know it's really hard to commit to something, and it is really hard to commit to something. And uh, the challenge there is the ISTJ, uh, you know, needing to to have a little bit of flexibility in terms of the interpretation, or at least clarifying the interpretation of what commitment means, right? So for an SI dominant person, an ISTJ the uh, introverted sensing dominant, 
commitment could mean any number of things, right? Commitment could be marriage. Commitment could be uh, an engagement. It could be uh, moving in together. It could be, you know, sticking to a certain type of routine. It could be any number of things. And so it's a matter of connecting with each other about what that means and seeing if that's something that can be compromised on. Because I think INTPs, because of our inferior extroverted feeling function, and because of our uh, our insecurity around introverted sensing, our insecurity around consistency, sometimes we can try to push ourselves to be committed or to be consistent when that's not genuinely what we want, or to overcommit when that's not what we want at all, right? The balance, that balance between that extroverted intuition and introverted sensing is really all about finding the ways in which you can still have possibilities, but still have a little bit of structure, just a little bit of structure, right? It's like having a relatively loose morning routine. It's not doing literally the same things every day, but you know the pillars that you need to hit. And it's the same thing with a relationship and any kind of commitment. It's like getting to know what are the pillars that you need to hit? What is going to show your partner that you're reliable, that you're consistent, that you're committed to them, especially if they're an ISFJ or an ISTJ and someone that needs that consistency? You know, how can you show them? How do you show them that you are committed to them? And that could be a matter of, of connecting with them in a way that um, shows that uh, really just asking questions, using that intuition to be curious about them, ask them questions and get to know what they consider care, what they consider commitment, right? And then finding that negotiation flexible point, right? Because it's not about you going 90%, which is something that I've done in relationships past, that I've gone way too far and then I've, I've, uh, I've overcommitted in a way that I abandoned myself. I abandoned my values. I abandoned my uh, my desire to be free and expressive and open and, and, and playing with possibilities, right? And your partner likes you for who you are. And that's a part of who you are. So denying who you are is probably going to make things worse. Denying who you are in, in um, bending to the other person's will is going to make the relationship worth because you're worse because you're not bringing who you are to the relationship. So, you know, commitment issues with INTPs is not necessarily about trying to push yourself to be something you're not. I'm hammering that home because you're just not. And uh, this tertiary function of introverted sensing, it's an insecure place for basically every personality type not introverted sensing, but the tertiary function is an insecure place for every personality type. ENTPs get insecure about, you know, how other people think about them sometimes, um, you know, and have this push-pull relationship between being harsh and realistic and authentic and caring about what someone thinks about them or keeping the harmony in a situation. That's the balance they deal with. For an INTP, we deal with the extroverted intuition and introverted sensing balance, the freedom to do whatever we want to do, to have autonomy, and the desire to be consistent, to be reliable, to be trustworthy, to have friends, to have a partner, to have a sense of security, to have a ritual and a routine. So that balance is not about overdoing one or the other, right? That's what balance is. and But it's a balance in the sense that extroverted intuition is the parent in the cognitive relationship. 
extroverted intuition is going to have more ability than actually than introverted sensing it's going to have a stronger uh, uh it's going to have a stronger sense of where to go than the introverted sensing so what needs to be done essentially here is for you to start training this new relationship to accept and be allowed for your introverted sensing to be to be something that's okay uh to be something that is important to be something that is uh a priority in in your life and in your relationship um but if you're in the in a situation like with the ISTJ and the INTP it's about communicating and communicating what your needs are what your values are and being honest you know i think sometimes when the extroverted feeling comes into play we feel like we feel like we need to manipulate or lie about what we actually want in order to have people love us and that's just simply not true be honest about who you are be honest about what you want and you know sometimes that might lead to the end of a relationship but you're honest and being honest is going to lead you to something that matters going to lead you to a place where someone genuinely cares about you and it really is uh, someone who honors who you are, not who you're pretending to be. So it's this challenge as an INTP to make sure that you are honoring yourself, especially with a partner and in a relationship and doing that first and negotiating that with your partner. And if they're not willing to negotiate, and I don't mean they have to go 90% either. It's 50, 50, it's a balance or 60, 40, you know, it's fine. Sometimes there's, there's a different weights when it comes to balance. Um, you know, it's it's a tug of war in a sense with a relationship sometimes. And uh, so if you have a partner who is trying to ask you whether or not you're committed, it's like doing the INTP thing and questioning the premise. Committed to what? Uh, okay, committed to me. Uh, what do you mean committed to you? <laughs> like committed to you in what sense? What is What shows that I'm committed to you? You know, what do you want in terms of showing a commitment? Because I, it, it, because... Wanting to be with someone right now doesn't mean you don't want to be with them in the future. It just means that you don't know what the future is going to be like. And, uh, you know, and, and it doesn't mean you're not going to be a part of their future. It means that you're telling them that if they honor the moment as you honor the moment or allow you to honor the moment, that those moments will always consist of you and the other person. Um, and if you're trying to make the INTP or make yourself think about the future too much and get caught up in trying to define what this future is going to look like, then the INTP is going to freak out about it. And then that's when they'll end up leaving. Um, so um, that's the challenge. That's the balance is getting to know what each other's needs are, what the preferences are, what does commitment mean? How can an INTP show commitment in this individual context and how you know, that's, that's going to depend on the person. So an ISTJ uh, is, is trying to create in, in this situation with the ISTJ that, that emailed me, it's, it's trying to find a balance of um, <clears throat> showing commitment. Uh, the, the IST, or, or I should say, sorry, I lost my train of thought. The ISTJ is trying to find a consistency, like, you know, going on date nights on Friday nights, for example, and giving each other freedom to do whatever they want in between. Um, but sometimes even that can be a little stifling 
because it's not really romantic to do something on a schedule for an INTP, I don't think. Um, uh, so, you know, trying to find ways to, again, show that consistency, show that love, show why, um, you know, show, show what matters to the other person. Because things like love languages are not just about knowing your love language. It's about knowing the other person's love language. And it's the other aspect of commitment that being reliable as an INTP is questioning, asking questions of the other person to get to know them. I've said this already, but I'm saying it again because it's important. Hmm, excuse me. Getting to know the INTP as, uh, or getting to know the other person as an INTP by asking questions, being curious, and diving into their definition of commitment. And th that really brings it home. I, I don't really have much more to say at the moment, but we do have a, a program uh, a course on our on the back end of dopamine at dopamine.teachable.com or if you go through our website at dopamine.life there is a courses button you can click that and um, search for finding and maintaining relationships for intps if you're you're trying to learn a little bit of what it takes to actually have a committed relationship to uh to show care to the people in your life to um to 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 feel like you are worthy of love that's really the point of that course and by the end you'll you'll feel those things you'll feel like you'll have a handle on on what um on what it means to be in a relationship and and how to maintain it and how to do that without losing yourself i think that's the most important part and that's really the main idea of this video is is to do that without losing yourself i don't want you to not be an intp you know and INTPs, we feel like we need to be someone else in order to get love. And that's just not true at all. Um, you know, it, just keep on uh, keep on being yourself, but keep growing as yourself. And, um, you know, honor the, the parents in your car, the introverted thinking and extroverted intuition. And if that's not being honored, then you've got some serious questions to ask yourself of you and your relationship going forward. So um, that's it. Dopamine.life. We have an email list, Mighty Networks, all that fun stuff. Um, just go through the website, browse things. And then if you sign up for an email list, there's all sorts of things that come through that. So uh, do that and uh, you'll get access to some, some, some rad stuff. So Uh, okay, but somebody was calling me. I don't know how that affected the audio, but um, uh, that's it. I'm done. Uh, I love you guys. Take care of yourself and each other, and I'll, I'll, tech, I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. Griselda, now streaming only on Netflix. 
Join me, 48 Hours Correspondent Erin Moriarty, on my podcast, My Life of Crime, as I take on true crime investigations like no other. This season, I'm looking into the labyrinth of crime and secrets within families. I'm cutting straight to the evidence and talking to the people directly involved, including investigators and the families of victims. Listen to My Life of Crime with Erin Moriarty wherever you get your podcasts. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This has been a C-Note Media Production.